This is SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, leading the way. This episode of The Secrets of Star Wars is brought to you by Bluehost. It's a great hosting service for your blog or website and very affordable. Just $6.95 per month and great service, great support. And what I like most is that it's super easy to set up your blog. It's basically just one click of a button and the scripts do the rest. So highly recommend it. Check it out at sqpn.com slash Bluehost. And this show is also brought to you by my book, Geek Priest, Confessions of a New Media Pioneer. You can purchase that at the Amazon store and... And before you do that, make sure you go to sqpn.com and click on the banner, and in that way you will support our show. You're listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, episode number seven. Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Secrets of Star Wars, the first one of 2014. And I think this is going to be such an exciting year for us Star Wars fans because it will mark the beginning of shooting for Episode 7 and as well as, well, we'll get so much news. Um, what we're going to talk about in this show is just the tip of the iceberg. Joining me as usual is my good friend Dom Bettinelli. Hey Dom, how is life in Boston? Uh, it's good, Father. It's snowy. It's a it's a lot like Hoth out there today. <laughs> you take the tauntaun to uh, to work. Yeah, well, well, the the kids have the tauntaun uh, as a sleeping bag again. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna have to take the snowspeeder. Oh, I pity them. <laughs> Do they really stink as bad as as it's suggested by Han Solo? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as he said, they're the, like the TARDIS, bigger on the inside uh, uh, than the than the outside. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> oh boy! Well, it's, the weather is very different from uh, Hoth in uh, in Amersfoort, the Netherlands, where I live. Um, it's it's actually gorgeous weather. It's uh, the sun is shining. It feels like springtime, and it's January, so it doesn't make sense. But anyway, I want to welcome back all our uh, listeners, and also welcome any new listeners uh, that have picked up on this show because of the excitement is growing, and people are starting to look for information about these new movies, these new Star Wars movies. That's what we talk about, and. Uh, We've already recorded a number of episodes in 2013. This is the first one of 2014, and it took us a while to get together again, and it's mostly due to um, the the very, very busy Christmas season. And then I got a a pretty nasty sinus infection (laughs) that knocked me out for three weeks. And so this is the first time that I can actually hope to talk for more than 10 minutes without coughing. So, (laughs) But, you know, every downside has an upside, and that is that there is... A lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, there, there have been uh, tons of new rumors. Actually, the the, the whole rumor uh, scene is is exploding right now. I'm, I'm I'm getting so many flashbacks to the olden days, the 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 fantastic days of the anticipation before the prequels, and there were so many rumors back then. And and every day there was something to talk about. But we also have some reactions, some formal, some official reactions, both from Kathleen Kennedy and from J.J. Abrams and some of the rumored actors um, that might play a role in these in these Star Wars movies. So let's waste no more time and just start with uh, picking up where we left you. And it's basically uh, an overview of, of what, the, what the, the, the world of Star Wars has been talking about. And uh, what was the, the, the news or the rumor that struck you most in these past few weeks, uh, Dom? Well, it was the, the news that came out of that um, 
the 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 difference of opinions between Michael Arndt, the original screenwriter, and what J.J. Abrams wanted as a, had, had as a vision for the next movie, um, where Arndt wanted to focus on the children, the next generation, and J.J. Uh, Abrams wanted a, a a movie that was a transition, so that we would get our original three heroes, Luke Han and uh, Leia, uh, in one more movie, which was was astonishing to me yes. um, that that idea that we would actually they, they wouldn't just have a a cameo but that they would be the stars of this movie you know it's actually something that we discussed in in one of our previous episodes and and I think we both agreed that uh, having the original three back um, you know such famous actors and so iconic for the Star Wars franchise it would be a shame to just employ them for a brief you know Aunt Beru type of cameo cameo <laughs> you know like three minutes like Luke <laughs> waving at the kids as they go off on their next adventure or something right right because before they get blasted into oblivion by Grand Admiral Thrawn or something like that you, you want a, something you want to do more with them and especially because uh, there is so much at stake for Disney they need to revive that interest for Star Wars and and also for uh, partially at least um, undo some of the negative effects of the of the prequels and um, I think that uh, what I've from what I've read uh, especially Lawrence uh, Kasdan was very much um, in favor of uh, kind of reconnecting with the the first trilogy, um, so not the prequels. He he wasn't a big fan of what happened in the, in the prequels, and um, and 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 you know I, that kind of makes sense because they brought him on board. Um, he 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 played such a major role in this in the writing of Empire Strikes Back, which is still the most beloved uh, uh, movie of of the uh, entire you know six part saga so far, and. Um, and so it it, it it kind of feels this rumor feels very credible that um, they would give the you know Han, Leia, and Luke uh, primary roles, and at the same time, so that would help us transition. It would also generate a tremendous interest, of course, because this this spans generations. This is this this could bring back even you know. Uh, grandfathers and grandmothers back into the <laughs> into the cinema and into the theaters you bring back these heroes from their youth um and so i i think it would be a very smart move and it could also ease us into new heroes and and kind of make a better transition than the ending of of uh the return of the jedi was able to do i think that's that's kind of one of the big questions that everybody had and that's why the extended universe becomes became so popular after the ending, you know, the Ewok party um, <laughs> at at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, you were like, and what next? You know, what what's going to be next? What's going to happen to to Leia and Han and 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 Luke? And and how is this? It's just curiosity, and you you want to know. And I think we have the right to know. And it's exciting that we get to see that instead of just reading about it in in the novels. Despite how how good these novels were, but uh, it, it's it's still not the same thing as uh, their you know future story being told as part of the saga, the the, the, the core saga. So um, the uh, apparently, and so we're still we don't have any confirmation about uh, of this news um, that this is what's what's at play, but it, but it makes sense, um, and it also. Um, it 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 also uh, says to me that um, a lot of the of the newer elements um, 
will 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 probably be very different from the rumors that we're that we have been discussing in the past. I, I, the 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 rewrite of the script must have been so uh, extensive. So so uh, pri- how you say that? Like it's it's a total rewrite. And right. there are some rumors that say that actually most of what Michael Arndt ha- has written has been uh, thrown away. And and they completely rebooted it, so uh, it makes our our job a lot more difficult because now <laughs> we have to start all over again. Even the descriptions, the casting descriptions. Remember that we had an whole episode about these rumored characters that people were actually already um, auditioning for. Some of those characters might not be there in the in the new script, or perhaps all of them have have been ditched. Although and, I I would say that the ones we talked about in our last episode. Um, those were came out after the news that they that they switched from Michael Arndt yes. uh, as screenwriter. So those probably are still uh, accurate uh, to the newer script. Hmm. I I, I for, totally forgot which which characters <laughs> that, that um, were. But, um. The ones where they referenced uh, the 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 Matt Damon movie um, Elysium. Um, oh Elysium, yeah, yeah. Uh, where they referenced a character like that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they did the the worldwide casting call, um, the, those were uh, after the Michael Arndt news, where he where they'd switch from Michael Arndt to screenwriter. Okay, interesting. Well, there have been a lot of uh, rumors, uh, or, or or well, we we don't know if the rumors or 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 if this is based on something real about um, some of those lead roles. And for me, the the most interesting news was all the buzz around a character that many people know from the series Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons. Now he's not one of the two main characters. In case you've never seen Breaking Bad, he, he is actually a uh, he was playing a character that came in in was it the third season or the, a little bit later in the story, um, but was able to, um, I think, uh, really find his his place in that series next to these two actors that had been part of the of the series for so long, um, which was quite a feat. Uh, he was definitely one of the more interesting new characters. Um, so he 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 played this. Uh, guy who was working for <clears throat> for a company that uh, would uh, neuter uh, insects, I think, or <laughs> bugs in, in houses, and then <clears throat> starts to join the operation to uh, make that a cover for the secret drug-producing activities of the of the two main characters. Um, but but it, and and then later on, he starts to learn how to make the crystal meth himself, and uh, <laughs> he he has actually. A very sympathetic side, and you think you know, very much like a Luke Skywalker, um, a certain naive behavior. But at the same time, he had that dark edge that you know is like oh, this guy is actually much more dangerous than it looks. Um, so the the, the first uh, time we heard about Jesse Plemons being in the running for one of the main roles uh, was I think towards the end of of December, and. Um, he was actually asked, "Are you are you currently talking to J.J. Abrams?" And he evaded the question. He said to some reporters, "You know what? I love J.J. Abrams. I love Star Wars, but uh, who knows?" Yeah. And then he uh, later on he flat out denied it. He said, "No, it's not true. Don't believe it." And then J.J. Abrams, I think a week later, was like, yeah, yeah, we've been talking to Jesse Plemons. <laughs> so that was interesting. I think it is just part of the whole, um, the, the secrecy that is that is required of all these actors in the casting process. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he is bound to 
to deny anything uh, before it's officially confirmed. Uh, if the director I, wants to talk about it, he gets to talk about it, but nobody right. else. Exactly. Exactly. And um, speaking of which, J.J. Uh, Abrams himself has also talked about these casting rumors. And um, here's, here's what he said. Uh, there have been so many of them. It's amazing to see how many there are. But it's sweet because it shows that there's an interest in this movie that we all obviously know is there. But it is an incredible thing to see how many crazy things get thrown out that people often then write commentaries about. How happy they are, how disappointed they are about something that is completely false. It's a lot of noise, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had a rumor of pretty much every actor in Hollywood and in England uh, being involved with this movie in one way or another. And, and, and it's, it's pretty, it, it, like J.J. Abrams says, it's, it shows how much Star Wars is a part of the culture and everyone in that industry sees this as, this is the next big thing and if I want to see my star rise, I want to be attached to this. However, in, you know, despite the fact that perhaps... Uh, 80% of the rumors might be false and it's just noise, um, some some of those rumors are bound to be true. And we only know, of course, once the official casting uh, lists will be made public. But um, but there, there have been persistent rumors about some other actors as well um, that I think are, are quite, quite believable. And again, this might just be um, some actors... Talking with J.J. Abrams doesn't mean that they get the role. The same is true for uh, for for um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I just mentioned him. The uh, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad, Jesse Plemons. Uh, Jesse Plemons. Uh, it's not certain that he has the role. It just it's interesting to see that they're uh, if you look at the character uh, at the uh, the actors that they're that they're in talks with. Um, it it gives us clues as to what kind of characters we will see in in this new movie. Um, so other names. Um, that were uh, making the rounds. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's been in, in almost every big movie <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> how believable is that? I don't know. Um, the, uh, the, the there's also another rumor about um, what's his name. Um, I'm trying to look to. Um, I've got my notes all over the place here. Uh, uh, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving, um, and. And someone, again, this is just uh, uh, probably complete speculation, but someone said Grand Admiral Thrawn. And mm. when I read that, it's like, oh, yeah, he totally matches that the kind of character that I imagined when I read the novels. Mr. Skywalker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I totally think that that could work. He has that overbearing charism and, and definitely... Um, so uh, according to the, the to multiple informants, he met for the specific part of an imperial commander. Now that would make him at least a, 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 an Admiral Thrawn type of character, right? I would say he's got that smooth menace that you that yes. you find in that kind of character. And Thrawn has that in the story. So uh, here's hoping. I totally hope that they're going to do that. <laughs> now another wacky rumor. Again, totally. Um, well, the. There might have been talks with this actress, but um, the, 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 the role that she might take on is pure speculation. Judy Dench, um, M from, from, from James <laughs> Bond, but now that her James Bond career is over, <laughs> she might be in for some new adventures. And um, so the, uh, the speculation is that she could play Mon Mothma 
like an older Mon Mothma. And again, I was like, huh, yeah, why not? I mean, I, I saw that and um, I kind of agree with some of the uh, the rumor sites with, that kind of dismissed it only in that it's such a small role or it has been a small role. It would have to be a much bigger role yes. in the new movies. And um, the actress who played the original Mon Moth is still, is still working. Yeah. So she's like 81 years old and still yeah. and still working in, in, in television, I think. But I mean, someone of Judy Dench's uh, stature. Uh huh. It could it could be a very it, it, as as someone who is a leader of the New Republic. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Especially because I don't I don't think that um, Princess Leia will will be having that role. Um, I, I I guess that she might might have gone more in the direction of you know discovering her Jedi abilities and. Something like that, but I don't see her playing a political role anytime soon. Right. So, how cool would it be if Leia actually turned out to be a Jedi? That would make so much more sense. I, that would give so much more depth to um, the stuff Yoda says in in um, in the original trilogy. You know, there is another, and and we know that in the in the extended universe and in the novels, she discovers her her abilities, uh, her, her Force abilities. But again, it's not part of the movie, so <laughs> how real is it? <laughs> um, I feel like too when you talk about you know Leia and 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 um, the leadership of the Republic, I just have a, a feeling that that J.J. Uh, Abrams is going to look at uh, it, less of the politics mm-hmm. uh, than I we got so. in the prequels. Yeah, um, and and if anything, it's going to be a um, how do I put it? it it's not going to be about um, the grand machinations between two political rivals, but it's going to be much more of an adventure story. Definitely. And, and, but I do believe that you need a, what they call in the gaming world a quest giver. Yes. Like someone who tells the Jedi or whoever, this is what, what we need you for. This is what we need you to do. You have to – you have to. And in a way, Leia in, in, in episode four is the quest giver. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, and she's kind of starting the adventure. But you need someone like that to um, tell everyone. And, and it can be the Jedi Council because the Jedi Council doesn't exist anymore. Luke Skywalker might very well be the last of the Jedi. And so um, perhaps it's too early for um, a, a, a Jedi quest giver. So it makes sense to have a, a, a character like Mon Mothma, like a, a leader of the Republic or whatever, who uh, uh, has a... a Perhaps not a very big role, but an important role in, in, in kind of setting things in motion or getting people together and saying, you know, this is what the problem is. But again, I, I agree most, let's say, only the hardened Star Wars fans will still remember Mon Mothma uh, because she's, in, she's in, the, in, in, the, in the trilogy for such a short time. And, uh, but I don't know. It's, in, it's an interesting rumor. But again, it's just a rumor. And J.J. Uh, Abrams has also said, uh, sometimes I would have an appointment with some with an actor to talk to him. And then it would already be in the rumor mill. And then we would get together and uh, we would tell each other, ah, according to the rumors, we were, we were supposed to meet today. <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, I, what I do believe is that J.J. Uh, Abrams is actually casting a very big wide net and is talking to uh, as many people as possible, and um, it, it, I, I've I've kind of mixed feelings about this. I love the idea of those open um, 
casting calls where we would get Star Wars with completely unknown um, actors. Uh, and at the same time, I do also see the the weight that some of the well-known and established actors like a Judy Dench could bring to the saga. And, you know, even Sir Alec Guinness, of course, was a, was a major movie star when he was asked to do mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he himself was like, you know what? I don't think that this B movie, <laughs> that I should do this. <laughs> and I think they had to talk him into it. And even after filming, he... He totally did not believe that Star Wars would go anywhere, and that it might have been a it might be a blemish on his, on his, um, uh, 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 on his career, and and he was reportedly very annoyed that, <laughs> despite the fact that he'd worked worked for decades in the movie industry, the only thing that people would talk to him about was <laughs> how, how it was to play Obi Wan Kenobi. Right. Now, what do you think of the rumor that um, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? might have a daughter or perhaps even a grandchild and that that would be a new character, um, one of the major characters in the, in the new movie. Now, that's a difficult one for me to, 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 to get my, my head wrapped around because uh, there was, you know, the, the, one of the criticisms that Obi-Wan had against Anakin was, you know, you're not supposed to fall in love and you get distracted. When would this child yeah. <laughs> have come about? Um, in 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 all those years, so you know, pres- we'll presume uh, we're gonna have to presume that um, there, there's a real time different di- distance between the Return of the Jedi and the new movie, so about thirty years. Uh, so, and then the child would have been presumably born before. Uh, actually, like now, now we're talking almost forty years ago, uh, nineteen seventy-seven, uh, because that's when Obi Wan mm-hmm. dies. So this would have to be an adult child, you know. A, yes. A, 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 I mean, wow, that's that's sort of pulling it out of thin air. <laughs> well, but but um, so uh, according to to the rumors around this character, um, Abrams was looking for a young actress in her twenties, um, and had to be of mixed race or black. And uh, so some people are like, oh, she could be the daughter of Lando Calrissian. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it, it, there, are, there are also um, sources that deny this. It's like, no, no, no. The, the Kenobi family will actually be uh, involved somehow. But it could also be a cousin or a nephew or whatever. Uh, but certainly not a daughter. Right. Although, yeah, you know, I, I think yeah. that's more likely is that it's a, some relative of... But not necessarily the the daughter of. Hmm. It would make it a little bit too convenient. Right. It's like, oh, you have a daughter. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was one of the problems that some people had with the uh, prequels is that everybody seemed to be related with everyone and everyone. It, I mean, Yoda meeting Chewbacca, and it's like, oh, come on, that's so contrived. What what are, <laughs> what are the chances? Um, and at the same time, it it is a little bit very much like what George Lucas would do. <laughs> He likes right. to tie all these loose ends together and show uh, all these repercussions of, or not not repercussions, but, but show parallels or do parallel storytelling where where a lot of the stuff you see in the prequels, even details and jokes and and vocabulary is 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 mimicking stuff that is in the in the uh, four, five, and six trilogy. 
in a way, Peter Jackson does the same right now with The Hobbit, where mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that you see in the first and the second Hobbit movie, um, is, it parallels the events in, in The Lord of the Rings. And it, it was certainly not part of the book, but it's, it's, it's something that <laughs> a guy like Peter Jackson likes to do. He's like, yeah, you know, this is almost, it's like the Old Testament pre- prefiguring uh, the New <laughs> Testament, right? We're going to say type, anti-type, that bring out my yeah. old theology class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I don't think it's it's totally un- unlikely, but uh, at the same time, it would be perhaps a bit too convenient, and will also contradict uh, what J.J. Uh, Abrams has said. You know, we have to dare to start completely anew and and try to not just rehash stuff. And if there are too many of these parallels, then it, it, he might get the complaint uh, that um, or the criticism that it's it's just you know taking Star Wars and 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 retelling the story in a different way but it's, there's nothing new and and you want to surprise people so i would not be surprised if we get a lot of uh new characters that have nothing to do with the people that we already know especially since we're already going to have the children of presumably um luke and uh han and leia you know or of of some sort you know to, and then to bring in the the child of obi-wan and we're we going to have the the child of uh you know somebody else to show up to be the you know Boba Fett's child, and then and then you know it would, it would we'll just have, become we'll have too much. R two D two fathering a mouse <laughs> robot. <laughs> and we'll have a young C three PO. Oh, that would rival the Christmas special for being. Awful. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, but a Wookie, <laughs> I could see you know the son of uh, of Chewbacca. Son of Chewbacca yes. Especially if um, if if Han Solo has kids, and then, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it, it could get very bad. <laughs> it could get very bad indeed. Um, some other names that that are um, mentioned in these rumors: Michael Fassbender, who played this uh, eerie uh, droid in um, Pr- Prometheus, the prequel to the Alien quad- quadrilogy, Chinquility. Chinqu- <laughs> How do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> the whole alien movie, movie uh, stuff. So, um, but again, Michael Fassbender, no confirmation. I have no idea what kind of character he could play. Although, um, if if Hugo Weaving, if that rumor is true, then Michael Fass, I, I could totally see Michael Fassbender as a as an Imperial as well. Yes, he has that kind of smooth, kind of creepy look, <laughs> <laughs> and and has the uh, it has the 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 German re- uh, yeah. uh, accent background. To... <laughs> he, he knows how to do menacing, yeah, and so he could be a, an extremely good um, uh, bad guy. But Hugo Weaving also. Um, let's see what else. There are lots of other names that I don't even know, um, like Chiwetel. Joe Four. <laughs> oh, you know him from Serenity, from Do I? Uh, the Firefly movie. Who is he? Uh, he was the uh, the actor. He was the the uh, the their their primary opponent, the one wielding the sword, who was hunting them oh. down. Oh, I forget the ca- the character's name, but I remember him. So huh. he was in that. He's done a few other things since then. Cool. Oh yeah, I'm googling him. Uh, interesting. Uh, Nigerian uh, origin. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I don't uh, know that one. Jack O'Connell? Alex Pettifer? Sorcy Ronan? Uh, she, she was in one of the Peter Jackson movies, wasn't she? In um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Bones? Um, uh, 
What's the oh, thing again? Um, the the lonely bones or the the lovely bones. Uh, <laughs> lovely bones. The lovely bones. She, she played Susie some, <laughs> but but that that's an old rumor. Um, and and I think that that um, she originally uh, actually really wanted to be in, uh, in in the new Star Wars movies, but uh, because of the script changes, and she was discarded. But she might still be in the running. I mean, everything is possible now that the script has been rewritten. What, what They'll I, change the characters, but they might keep the actors. If yeah, like. I mean, that's what I would do. Is like, you know what? We already talked with him and her, with her, but and now that the story has changed, we might still use that person for, you know. Um, Sullivan Stapleton. Don't know that one either. But again, this is just rumors. And, oh, he was in the uh, movie 300, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, un- if it's just names, I don't think we can really say much about it. <laughs> um, let's see. The, the 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 good news, though, is that it has been confirmed by J.J. Abrams that um, the script is finished. And, and it had better be because they've got to start filming very soon. <laughs> but that's, that's cool. And um, it means they've been working really, really hard. And I, I just keep wondering how, you know, how. I, I hope that we get to see this, this later on in, in uh, documentaries or extras on, the, on the, the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever media we will have in the future. Um, it, what's going on? You know, I would love to, to be a fly on the wall and see how they're writing this because they must have been writing while casting. And that, mm-hmm. must, have been, that must be such a stressful thing to do. Um, and at the same time, it's not only are you trying to rework the story for episode seven, but you have to do that in in a way that it can also lead into um, into eight, nine, and and potentially even beyond. So what a responsibility! The the uh, there was an other interesting uh, bit of news, um, and this concerned uh, something that uh, Kathleen Kennedy said. I'm trying to find uh, the article. Where she is quoted, and that had to be that had to do with um, the canon that was set out by George Lucas, and that apparently um, the uh, the the events, even in the new script, are going to fit into the original ideas of George Lucas. I'm trying mm-hmm. to find a quote. I think this was in an article about uh, the other Star Wars movies that are currently already in pre-production, which are these spin-off movies. And Kathleen Kennedy even said, I'm not sure if we're... We'll probably have to come up with a better name than call them spin-off movies because that sounds kind of cheap. <laughs> um, and, and she makes a very uh, big distinction between what's going to be the content of these spin-off movies and the core new trilogy that they're preparing. Um, the spin-offs won't be tied to the central saga. And uh, the so this is different. There, have, there had been a lot of speculation that uh, now with under Disney, um, Star Wars would go the way of the Marvel movies where they would, uh, every movie would basically have a tie-in to all the other movies and somehow there would be these bigger movies like the Avengers you know where everybody would get together and uh, so it would be one continuous universe apparently from what I've read now um, that's not going to be the case with the, the uh, with what J.J. Abrams is currently doing and and those spin-off movies they will be totally separate they might be in a totally different part of the Star Wars universe and in a different time frame um, so here's the quote uh, attributed to uh, Kennedy um 
George Lucas was so clear as to how that works. The canon that he created was the Star Wars saga. Right now, Episode Seven falls within that canon. The spin-off movies, or we may come up with some other way to call those films, they exist within that vast universe that he created. There is no attempt being made to carry characters from the standalone films in and out of the saga episodes. Consequently, from the creative standpoint, it's a roadmap that George made pretty clear. So that's interesting. That's the first time that I hear uh, them confirm that George Lucas still has, in a certain way, that his legacy and even the vision that he had for future Star Wars movies is part of their plans. I mean, they're talking about a roadmap. That's big. That, that is much more than just a few loose ideas like, uh, George, uh, you know, Luke, Luke Skywalker might return as an old Jedi handing over his lightsaber to a new generation. Yeah, Disney didn't pay a billion dollars or whatever the number was for Star Wars just to make a, a, a you know a, a new trilogy. They they're going to to take this this property, this intellectual property, and they're going to they're going to mine it. And I don't mean that in a in a bad way, like they're going to strip mine it and tear it apart. But they're no, gonna no. they're gonna explore it, and and right. they they can't be bound to just the, the 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 small part of the universe that we've seen already and the characters that we've seen. I mean, the the beauty of Star Wars and one of the things that what that so many of us fans love is that Lucas created this universe that's deep and has has so much to it that you can you you know you you could picture you know what mm -hmm. life is like in it and you could create all of these books and stories. And so why not explore the the universe of of Star Wars and, and go off into places so that, you know, you have Jedi and you have, you know, the, the, the legacy of the Empire and you have the, 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 the legacy of, of the original Republic and all these other things. You know, something that, that Lucas was doing already in the books and the video games and that sort of, in the in the in the graphic novels. And it's sort of just doing that in a film version. Yeah. It's just I'm I'm intrigued by this the, the word the word roadmap, and so I'm I'm thinking perhaps, and and I'd I'd have to go back to uh, you know the 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 commentaries uh, on on the prequels and on the movies. Every once in a while, George Lucas would would slip in some of these tidbits about what his vision was for Star Wars, and 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 so in a way he he uh, we've seen a lot of like the past of Star Wars being filled in including with video games and the, the, the Clone Wars and all the gaps in between. The movies are, are, are currently pretty well fleshed out. Um, but he was also always very coy on, 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 the, on the future, uh, you know. And, and so in a way, even, even the novels were only allowed to go a little bit into the future. They couldn't, they weren't, I don't think they were allowed to go like a thousand years in the future. Um, so... I have no idea if they, if, if they can go back for Knights of the Old Republic, like what, what is it, two, three thousand years before right. the, uh, the 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 Star Wars canon that we know of the, of the movie time frame, then I could also see perhaps Star Wars moving forward in time for these spin-off movies, you know, and and uh, once they've got an established audience that will you know that ha will have confidence in this franchise. They might actually even venture much further away from the current time frame and go into the future. That might be very interesting as well. Um, let's see. One of the one of the strong rumors about these spinoffs that that we'll see is actually this Boba Fett story. Yes, uh, um, which it's it sounds like it's being fleshed out 
pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be the first spin-off movie after the uh, episode seven. Well, and would it be? I, I read um, some reports say that after Star Wars Seven, we will get to see at least two spin-off movies before we get to see Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. Sounds yes. like a lot. But but you know, looking at the at the way that Marvel uh, the Marvel movies are uh, churning out movie after movie after movie, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get two movies a year. <laughs> And and well, that the first two would be about Boba Fett and Han Solo. Yes, that's what I've heard. Um, and probably an origin story for Han Solo is what I, I would think, uh, just because p- poor Harrison Ford is, you yes. know, he's not going to be playing Han Solo for many more years. It does make it more likely that um, actually Han Solo will have a bigger role in, in Episode 7 because it will reestablish him as as being a very important character in the Star Wars universe for a younger generation and so it 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 whets the appetite for his origin story and otherwise you know what for the for the, the, the my nephews they don't know Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia that well they they're very versed into the you know the, the clone wars and then all those characters but for them, the the original trilogy is not much, not not as much alive as as, as it is for us, old guys. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that if you if you give um, uh, Harrison Ford a bigger role in in Seven, that one of those new movies would be a Han Solo based movie. And but the most in- intriguing part of the Boba Fett rumor is <laughs> the twist. So apparently, have you read about this? So, yes. The, the, yeah. So apparently, it's not going to be the Boba Fett that we know from the prequels. But right. the, one of the first things that we will see is that the original Boba Fett, the real Boba Fett, will get killed by someone, an unknown, and and that person will take on the um, the armor. So it won't be uh, a clone. And 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 that that is always something that has bugged me in. Um, in, in the revision of Star Wars uh, mm. after the prequels was that now, now all of a sudden we, we are supposed to believe that there are, I don't know how many millions of Boba Fett's. It, it, it right. totally dilutes his character. Well, in fact, Boba Fett <coughs> is, is just another stormtrooper in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, it also really bugged me that for the prequels they chose an Australian actor uh, to play Boba Fett, whereas... You know, in, in, in 4, 5, and 6, Boba Fett is English. He's got a British accent, so it's just, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Did they ever redub Boba Fett? I don't remember. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, <sighs> I, I got to go, go, <laughs> go watch the Blu-rays. I hope they didn't. Um, but, man, I, I, I like that idea because it would, in a way, it, it, it would um, reboot the character of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. You would no longer be tied to that kind of lame origin story for Boba Fett. I did not like that uh, that part of the prequels. Um, Boba Fett in the in the in the original trilogy, just he was this mysterious character and very it was intriguing. Um, and yeah. once we had this, that oh, he's just you know the 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 template for the stormtrooper clones. It, it kind of we kind of lost. Yeah, well, it demystified the yeah. character, which is the same problem with the Force. You know, if you explain too much, 
you know, it's just an infection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we have no more room for our own imagination. And, and it's, it's like uh, with monsters, you know, the less you show of Godzilla, the more menacing he becomes. Have you seen the, the trailer for the new Godzilla movie? It's just oh, yeah. basically a lot of smoke and you see a bit of a tail and that's it. And, and uh, it, it's like you got to create mystery. And I wouldn't be surprised that a lot of the new characters in episode seven uh, will be completely new to us and we'll, we will not get answers in that first movie. And we were like, wow, where is this guy coming from? Or who is this? And mm-hmm. just create mystery, especially around the, the bad guys, of course. And ultimately, you might want to pay it off, but without really robbing um, the character from its depth. So with Boba Fett, I can totally see that happening. Which also makes me wonder, what's going to be the, the, the Boba Fett of the, of the new trilogy? Will there be a character like that? Um, a mysterious, uh, yeah. menacing character who you don't quite know everything about. That would be interesting, and I, I could totally see that uh, being introduced. Um, uh, uh, that that's a again, I hate to say, it, a J.J. Abrams signature where yes. you have this 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 menace that isn't explained, and, and not not if if it's explained right. at all, it right. won't be for a long time. Well, it's this famous uh, principle that he explained many times, which is the the kind of the box of Pandora. You know, there's this this box and you say there's something amazing in there but you don't tell people what it is they will keep watching they will keep listening to your story because it intrigues them that is what made lost such an amazing series is that for seasons many years he's like what is going on on that island and then ultimately (laughs) the revelation wasn't that you know, you can never it, live up to the hype. No, exactly. You know, so perhaps you should never really give it away completely. That's what they did well, I think, with Lost is that the finale didn't explain everything. And right. It, and it, they got criticized for it, but yeah, but I I loved it. I think that we would have been very disappointed had they explained everything because it's right. you know, but it it it, it does make it a bit frustrating to rewatch it. I'm currently rewatching uh, some of the seasons of Lost and it's like, yeah, oh gosh, another question that was never answered. <laughs> they were just making it up, you know. <laughs> it feels lazy, but I think that um th- definitely the 7 will set up a lot of mysteries and I don't think we'll get many answers. We will get a lot of 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 action, I think. That also is one of the hallmarks of J.J. Abrams, that uh, oh, yes. there, there's a lot of lighthearted action. I think we're also going to get a lot of humor. We're going to strap ourselves in for a, for a, quite a ride, I think, in that first movie. Now, um, are there any new uh, reports on where this is going to be filmed? I'm so surprised by the secrecy around this movie. Well, I'm not surprised by the secrecy, but how much they're able to keep things secret. Because I would on think... The location shoots? Yeah, I would think that by now, with the scouting being done, and they must know exactly where they are going to film. I think J.J. Abrams hinted at that this year will be a year with a lot of travel. So that is kind of makes sense, that they're going to be in, in many different locations. The last I heard, we we, we talked about a place in, uh, in Ireland. Yes, uh, yeah. That, that's the last I heard. I don't know of... Um, I mean, if... If they said, "Oh, we're we're this, you know, we're going to be filming in Morocco," we'd know that Tatooine was going to play, play a key <laughs> yeah. role, and or we're going back to Norway, you know. So, I mean, I think even keeping the locations close to the vest is part of the secrecy of the about around the story. But in this internet age, I mean, I remember in the time of the prequels, the internet was so new, and it was there was no Twitter, there was no Facebook, so. Uh, it, 
even then it was kind of hard to find information and but yep. now every every person who's involved in the prequels must have a a cell phone and i mean the risk that something <laughs> leaks is so big and yet we have not seen anything no spy photos of the millennium falcon being built no nothing it's amazing i i, I keep wondering how they do it and the only things we've seen are the things that they've let out of themselves, like the the photo of uh, R2-D2. Yes. That, those sorts of things. It is it is amazing. I mean, it, if this movie, and they, this movie is, they've said, this movie's coming out in 2015. That's that's set on the in, in stone. Mm -hmm. it, they've got to be quite a, a, a ways into the pre-production. I mean, sets are being built, props are being made, costumes are designed. Yes. Yes. Uh, frankly, I'm I'm a little surprised we haven't they actually haven't cast the whole movie al already, or at least the, the majors uh, in this movie. Uh, with these rumors still going around, maybe the you know maybe they have and that just hasn't got out. I mean, and and all of this secrecy is 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 still surrounding it. I mean, it's it's amazing that uh, they they can actually. Uh, keep this this veil of secrecy over everything they, they 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 must have hired someone from apple to tell them how to do that <laughs> well one of the tricks actually might be to uh become a source yourself of false information the the noise that jj abrams refers to um you know some of that noise might actually come from from uh lucasfilm or from disney itself and they might uh -huh. just send people some false information i yeah that that seems to be like a legitimate tactic to do <laughs> but perhaps perhaps that's not even necessary because well there is just so much interest that people will make up their own rumors and will it's it's almost like an art form that people how can we make a totally believable star wars rumor that everybody will talk about i mean that's the ultimate thing you can do right it's like come up with something and and then a, a few days later you'll read it on the hollywood reporter and everybody will be buzzing about it and it's just completely made you kind of made it up <laughs> <laughs> well it's like uh the 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 Judy Dench uh, rumor mm -hmm. came from um, a little-known podcast uh, called um, uh, oh, something about Sith. Oh, and, really? Uh, and then that got repeated and uh, by by rumor sites, and and it just kind of grew on its own. Now that doesn't huh. mean it's not true, but it's it's just you know these rumors can start from anywhere. Well, and you know what? A, a rumor like that, even though. The, the the creators have not thought about this person or this plot thing. Some of those rumors might actually even be integrated. I, I think that that, <laughs> that um, uh, the Samuel Jackson, you know, he basically created his own role. He's like, I want to be in the prequels. I don't care what. <laughs> Just make me a Jedi. And then George Lucas was like, you know, now that you mention it, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> he ended up having a substantial role i mean not that not a, a big yeah. a giant role but well and he got a purple lightsaber which was kind of a downer <laughs> <laughs> i mean that was yeah <laughs> but but so who knows I, I i do think that um they will never acknowledge it if something came from a rumor because then they would have of course all sorts of legal problems <laughs> right and i think that um i i don't know if it was george lucas who said this or um one of the people involved in the, in the original prequels, um, they said basically anything they would receive, like scripts or artwork or suggestions, they would not even read it. They would just immediately shred it. Because if, if they would read it and then later on they would use something similar, yeah, 
the United States being such a litigious uh, society, they might get into all sorts of legal trouble Trouble if someone could prove, you know, I sent this script and now they're using exactly this. That's actually pretty standard for uh, for all uh, all Hollywood types, uh, whether they're uh, producers or writers or actors, is is to is to never accept anything that that like that would that would uh, put them in a position for someone to say, "I gave you that," and then something like that showed up in your work. Interesting. Uh, and happens it's, all the time. These yes. lawsuits, and yep. yeah, and with I, I, I think with Star Wars it's even more complicated because there are so many fans and every possible. It's like these parallel universes. I think every possible sequel to the current movies has already been conceived <laughs> by at least one fan. <laughs> well, the nice thing about the, about like incorporating the uh, a fake rumor into the movie to to give the rumor actual life is that. You can you can always say, well, it was just a, a rumor about what we were doing. So, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> One of the interesting rumors that I've uh, seen is is that uh, Darth Vader would play a, a role of some sort. What in in this uh, movie? Now, no! again, it's it's an unsubstantiated uh, production rumor. You know, uh, an, uh, a source within the production uh, who told a British newspaper. Um, but that uh, the plan is for Darth Vader to return and play a significant role in the new films. What? And they, they point out that Darth Vader's story is integral to Star Wars. That, um, True. He's, you know, in ev- all six of the previous movies, he has been involved. They've all revolved around him in one way or another. Just like R2-D2 and C-3PO. <laughs> but how? Yes. I mean, the guy is dead. <laughs> We've seen well, his face. <laughs> it would be it, well. You know, what if we talk about someone picking up Boba Fett's armor? What if someone picked up the Darth Vader's armor and wanted to resurrect the Vader? Uh, you know, if you step into those shoes, you you step into his persona and you have that built-in menace, and you now you know people are afraid of who they think you are. Um, and if it's someone who has force abilities, that's an interesting. It's an interesting thought. There's not even the sli- as they say. There's not even the slightest bit of you know substantiation in this rumor. But if there's even a tiny bit of truth in it, it's an interesting uh, uh, insight. I mean, I, I perhaps as a force ghost. Yeah, that would work, mm-hmm. but it, it wouldn't be Darth Vader. He wouldn't be wearing the mask. He has no need for it as a ghost, right? And we've seen Anakin actually appearing next to Yoda and Boba and uh, Obi Wan in uh, in the revised uh, Return of the Jedi, and they they used the original <laughs> prequel actor. Ah, mortal sin. Uh, I was yes. so miffed to see that. I was like, come on! <laughs> it's not that you're like. How is it possible that Obi Wan Kenobi still is this same old guy with his beard appearing in the <laughs> and then and Yoda looks just as old as he always looked, and then all of a sudden, like. Anakin Skywalker gets like a facelift and a rejuvenation <laughs> and new hair. What? <laughs> you know, in death you get to appear the way you you the, at your ideal uh, when you were young. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, but anyway, I I don't think that that would be interesting to have a um, uh, Anakin Skywalker appearing as a as a ghost. That would be too contrived. I I, right. I would even uh, there was a rumor that Yoda would return as a as a Force ghost. I can see that. I, yes. And actually, I think it would be a very good idea, because um, Yoda to Star Wars is a bit what what um, 
what's Smeagol? What's his name? Uh, like Gollum is for yeah. for for uh, the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And they they I think they had a major advantage that Gollum was part of the Hobbit story, so they could bring him back. And it created instant recognition, even in the trailers. I, I remember seeing the trailers for the first Hobbit movie, and people were, like, were very strongly reacting to the moment they saw Gollum. It's like, oh, he's back. And, <laughs> and so and even from, let's say, a merchandising point of view, I, I could totally see that Yoda, if you would bring Yoda back uh, in, in one way or another, huh, that would be such a smart move. <laughs> you could sell so many Yoda puppets and I don't know. You could, you could sell a lot of Darth it. Vader. Uh. <laughs> well, Darth Vader too, but you know what? The only thing that I would think is is acceptable is if Luke Skywalker would don his father's helmet. That Luke turns to the dark that side. That Luke dark, turns to the dark side. That that's, that that's would an be interesting story. Awesome. I mean, I I, and it's something that has been done in the expanded universe. I mean, there was the what's the name again of that? It was it like a, a comic book, um, where where Luke Skywalker for a very brief moment turns to the dark side and and starts to wear at least in the comic. Um, uh, a, a uniform and a cape that is very much like Darth Vader, but he, I don't think he ever wears the mask. But, but that's something I could see. Although I'm thinking, did, did he ever bring that costume back with him? No, it was burned. Yes, it, it was burned. It was burned. And I don't think that, that he had spare helmets in his closet, uh, at least not that we know. Let's make one. <laughs> There's you, ways around that. <laughs> so it, if they bring back Darth Darth Vader... It it truly has to be Darth Vader. I I I don't. I would not accept um, a, a, a villain that that evokes Darth Vader. That's been right. done so many times in video games and in the the Clone Wars. Like every single bad guy, either looks like Darth Maul or a variant thereof, or it looks like the Emperor, or it looks like um, a Darth Vader. And it's like, come on. It has to be the mask. It has to be the breath. It has to be truly Darth Vader. And I think it has to be Luke Skywalker. If there's anything else that they're trying to do, I don't (laughs) don't think I'll like it. But James Earl Jones doing the voice. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense either. I mean, if Darth (laughs) Vader is dead. How how could you have it? Well, that's another problem well, that, with this rumor. That was rumor. mechanical voice through the through the. I know, but still, even if you have like a, uh, a like a breathing mask that distorts your voice, <laughs> it's gonna sound different. It's not gonna sound like James Earl Jones <laughs> if there's another guy inside the suit. You know what? I think the more I think about it, the more unlikely it is. Yeah. Because if I you see so. Darth Vader, you have to have the voice of James Earl Jones, and and that would make sense. I cannot come up with any. Unless it's a flashback, which would be a total un-Star Wars thing to do. Yeah. I don't think they can. It's it's an interesting rumor. It's 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 an unlikely rumor, I think. But uh, but I, I agree with you. It's, it would be very difficult to pull it off in a way that doesn't seem uh, cheesy or, or a well, sellout. Well, one way to do it, um, in, a, in a let's say, a, almost like a cameo type of thing, if they truly want to reconnect the audience with the original uh, four, five, and six movies uh, would be some kind of a record, a recorded message, a hologram, or like you had the library and something like that. Recorded footage. Or recording. Well, not even a flashback because I don't don't think we've ever seen... Have we seen ever flashbacks in Star Wars, at least in the the six movies? I don't remember. I don't think... uh, I don't think we've ever seen that, no. 
No. And so I, I don't think that that is something they can do. Um, it's just not part of the language of the Star Wars movies. But right. we have seen, um, the, you know, the consultation of, of, of holographic material and the, the, the Jedi library and stuff like that. So I can imagine that they find some kind of a recording device and all of a sudden there's a bit like what they did with Marlon Brando in Superman. Right. You know, right. it's like, uh, Luke, when you hear this, I am dead. <laughs> or, uh, but here is a secret. <laughs> there is another one. <laughs> or Russell Crowe in the in the new um, in the new uh, style yeah. Superman, right? Where right. you know the he's uh, basically like wanna, a... I don't want to spoil it for someone who oh, hasn't. Oh come seen on, it, people but... have seen that, right? <laughs> but, but well, there, there may be people out there like me who don't get to see them for months. But in any case, you know uh, where he shows up again unexpectedly. Later on, uh, through the through the benefit of a hologram and an AI, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, that's I suppose that's that's uh, something uh, to the, uh, akin to that might be might be a way to well, do that. But it would be interesting if if um, if this movie is all about um, the, a transition movie between four, five, and six, and then eight and nine. Um, the original roadmap of Lucas, what was something we do know for sure, is that it it included Luke Skywalker handing over his wisdom and whatnot to the new generation. So it's it's very much like passing on the legacy. Mm -hmm. I think instead of that just being part of the first five minutes of the movie, now with the rewrite, that's probably going to be the entire movie. It's all right. about this new generation and and. It's kind of a similar process that J.J. Abrams had to go through with with uh, with Star Trek. It's, you know, how do you how do you get people from the the well-known, familiar, established universe to an, something totally new that opens completely new um, avenues for for narration? He'll have to do the same. So if that's going to be the main uh, uh, story element. I wouldn't. I mean, it would, it would be interesting, and again, total speculation, if there would also be a handover of the evil legacy from a familiar world to an unfamiliar evil future. So, what if Darth Vader had a secret that nobody knew about, and not just that Luke was his son? But if there was some, I don't know, a device or a weapon or blueprints or a secret planet or a, like a reveal about some of the characters, you know, like, I don't know what. And um, and in his evil days, Darth Vader has recorded that secret somehow. He, he, he locked it up in an R2-D2 unit. Right as as a, as a hologram, right. And so we, we we could see a parallel to what happens in Episode Four, where some evil apprentice or just a guy who is just like Luke Skywalker was in in Episode Four, and instead of having this plea for help um, by by Princess Leia, uh, and be, being kind of the the, the quest giving moment uh, and the kickoff of the adventure, you would have a hologram of Darth Vader. Giving a, a, a guy a, an idea is like go search on that planet and you will find blah 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 evil 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 <laughs> and <laughs> signing off Darth Vader <laughs> by the way not the not the good Darth Vader the bad one <laughs> and then and then that 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 you know you could have an exploration story of that apprentice basically so it would be an apprentice of Darth Vader but mm -hmm. of 
Darth Vader who is already deceased, you know, and he would go to, let's say you could have a, a quest very similar to uh, Luke's, Luke going to Dago, uh, Dagobah to learn from Yoda. What if we see uh, like a, an apprentice kind of learning the ways of the dark side of the force? Because that mm. too has to be kind of reinvented and rediscovered. How do you rediscover that? Uh, Luke Skywalker can pass on the light side of the force and and the 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 legacy of the Jedi to a new generation. So that's kind of okay. We we know that 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 can happen. Um, but but the dark side is very is very problematic because the Emperor has been killed and so. There are no more evil Jedi. So, and, and that has always bugged me. Like, how, how do you re recreate the Sith in a way? Mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. Could it be if, and, and I'm, I'm, now that I think about this, there was a rumor a long time ago about um, uh, the, 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 the sequels visiting the home planet of the Sith. I forgot what right. the name was. But um, so what if we see this journey of this evil uh, of this apprentice to that planet and then r discovering I don't know a whole library of Sith evil stuff and that's where the new Sith will be born or something like that. I, I could see that work that sort of the, the plays off of the expanded uh, universe uh, idea of the holocron I don't know if you remember that which is the what what was um, the, the combined knowledge of the Jedi that, that helps Luke become the new Jedi master um because, of course, he didn't have much time to learn how to be a Jedi. And so this holocron, which is sort of a, li uh, a library and a, and a little device, mm -hmm. provides him with all the knowledge that he needs to have to be the Jedi Master. Yeah. Well, what if there's a Sith equivalent right, of that? Right, Or just, I don't know, uh, a Kindle <laughs> filled with Darth, Darth, Darth something, dark, dark Sith material reading material you know <laughs> chapter one all the names available after dark <laughs> <laughs> mall no has already been taken <laughs> Sidious, Vicious, uh -uh. No. <laughs> darth um, i don't know <laughs> but i i think it would be if, to me it would be very intriguing to see not just a genesis of a new generation of jedi but also see the genesis of a new generation of sith and I, I think it has to be Sith. Um, mm. And it's something that, again, the expanded universe has explored. Uh, the original, um, the, the, the books with Thrawn. Um, forgot what the... The uh, Timothy Zahn uh, trilogy had yeah. this... this uh, what you at first think... You think it's, it's, it's like the, the, the last Jedi or evil Jedi or something like that. It turns out it's a clone and it's kind of... Was it was a weaker element of the story, um, but but I, it was an interesting. At least it was intriguing, and it was interesting to see how they would bring back that evil side of the force. And so something like that needs to happen in in episode mm -hmm. seven. So I don't know. That, but again, it's all based on this very small rumor. I mean, totally unsubstantiated rumor that Darth Vader might be back. This is just an exploration of how he could be back. And I'm so right. glad that I'm not the screenwriter for this. I would have been <laughs> fired like two years ago. <laughs> hey, I think we need to wrap things up. We've been talking for about an hour now. And um, I, I, I think there is uh, going to be a lot of news. Let, let's just briefly look forward to is, what's this year going to bring uh when it comes to the, the the various elements that we're going to talk about here on the show um i think the first phase is probably going to be the confirmation of some major roles 
That we're going to hear happens. about who the cast is. Yes. I think that's going to be key. Yeah. Do you think we'll already also hear about who they're going to play, or is it something I, that they're just going to keep? I secret? think the, through the uh, as by the end of 2014, we will know. Uh, I have a feeling we will know the names of characters. Who oh, by the end of 2013, uh, absolutely. I think. Like, no, I'm, I'm so talking first, year, so first quarter. I'm th- yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen between now and, and April? <laughs> So between now, so the next few months, we'll 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 definitely have the names of the actors. I just I can't imagine we wouldn't. Um, we might have we will. We might hear a few of the names of characters, but I don't think we'll have it all fleshed out. Um, we, we'll 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 certainly know. I think whether this is a story about Luke, Leia, and Han primarily, or whether it's about a different generation. Yes, uh, I think that's you know, J.J. Abrams seems willing to kind of talk around some of these things and as we get closer to the principal filming that'll that'll become clear well and then i think um when filming actually starts and uh, do we have any confirmation on when this is going to happen is this going to be in may or or even earlier i haven't seen any any calendar on that no no me neither i i kind of assume that since the movie has been pushed back a little bit they might be able to start a little bit later and and it seems to me that the casting process is already you know very much underway, but I don't. I don't think we have any like firm confirmation. I, I think that once the new cast will be announced, that will probably also be the kickoff for you. I mean, they will probably start filming right away, um, and then I think what we will get again is a ton of of uh, false rumors, um, mm-hmm. at, because once people know that there's actually something going on, we we will see probably like fake photos and whatnot and i remember in the old prequel days there was actually a guy he was a bit of a a strange fellow and he would have this very elaborate network of websites and they were all made by the same guy and they would all refer to each other and it was just one big web of false rumors and it would be the most outrageous stuff Um, an interesting hobby (laughs) well you you would start to I I wondered many times if that person was was not a little bit mentally you know <laughs> deranged uh, it was just because just the time that that person spent on coming up with all these false rumors but but I think that will actually now it's become a sport almost to to come up with stories that could be it's like you know <sighs> The, the the it's like the Twitter things like oh so and so died and then it's just a kick of seeing your false rumor being spread around the world in in just right. five seconds time I guess that's that's going to be even worse with now with Star Wars and any photo that will leak from the set will um will will will, will cross the world in in five <laughs> seconds so probably the way to counter this is to um, basically distract the fan base. And this is something that Peter Jackson did, I think, masterfully by giving us a very well-constructed... I mean, this was extremely um, well-planned, but they constantly gave us uh, behind-the-scenes videos. But it was... Everything was blurred out that we were not supposed to see, but what it did was it was like what a magician does. It's like, look here, so you don't look there. And so give us... Give the fan base enough to chew on and to speculate about. You don't have to worry so much about people climbing over fences and uh, because there will be already enough to feed the fans. And right. it can be as simple as what's the new land speeder going to be, you know, like a blurry photo of uh, or, or, or just like a tiny little glimpse of a, of, of a vehicle and then 
you would basically have an, another month where the fans have way too much on their hands to be to be coming up with their own stuff. So uh, that would be my advice. And then I think with the um, location shooting, that is also something that is bound to leak out. You just can't hide that. Yeah. I mean, I remember that again from the prequels when they were filming in Italy, like days after uh, we would already hear about, oh, they've been there and they've been at the Como Lake. And uh, I mean, because not only do you have people involved in the production, but you also have the caterers. You have, And this is not New Zealand. They're, this is England where they're going to film or Ireland. So in, in New Zealand, you can actually walk around for an hour and not meet anyone <laughs> and film <laughs> on a like a mountaintop. And there is like, there's not been a living soul there for, for the past century, but you can't do that in a, in a highly populated uh, country as as the UK uh, or Ireland or wherever, wherever that is. So that's something that is going to be exciting. Um, uh, and then I I guess that f I I suppose to, uh, filming itself. There was one rumor that said that um, the role of of Mark Hamill was so much beefed up that he would spend almost six months filming. Um, that would be, I think, the normal duration. Well, actually, even more than the duration normally of a of a shoot for for a regular movie. I think most movies are something like fourteen yeah. weeks or sixteen. Yeah, weeks. it's usually very concise, and then you have the pickup shoots. Um, but if there is a lot of travel involved, then of course uh, the the time might be multiplied. Um, so so, and that's kind of the impression that I get that it will travel to a lot of different countries. Um, and, and and that is in itself an indication that they will do more on location and less green screen, which is, uh, I, th I think, something that Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed right from the get-go. You know, let's not do too yes. much green screen stuff. So, um, yes, so that might actually um, make the total process a little bit longer. But then I, I guess that so if they would start filming in springtime, like April, May, uh, May, June, July, August, September, October. That means that, that towards September, after the summer holidays, uh, they will start post-production. And that's that's when another... Uh, then we, we the, the actors will become available for other movies, and we, we, that's going to be a whole new phase. It's also going to be a very... Um, th then they need to keep the attention of the press all the way up to uh, December 2015. Which I think, if they're smart, they will just follow what what, what Peter Jackson did and just give us um, little tidbits every time and just build up, build up, build up, uh, like downplay some of the things, uh, under promise, over deliver. That's what they need to do with this movie. Well, and then uh, starting uh, at the end of this year, heading into next, we'll start to hear the rumors about the first spinoff as well. Uh, in the oh yeah, absolutely. On that will begin, and and yes. that will get a lot of attention. Yes, but you don't want too much attention going to those spin-offs because uh, it's basically the, the episode seven needs to be a big, big relaunch. And right. so if, if people are too distracted with, I don't know, it might dilute also the the main event, which is going to be episode seven. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear that much about the about the um, uh, the other movies that are trying to keep that really low profile. So it will be, from that respect, I think it will be very interesting to observe the communication strategy, the PR strategy that Disney and Lucasfilm will deploy. And um, I would not be surprised if they will take a lot of cues from what Peter Jackson did and what they did for the Marvel movies, where 
gosh, that's been so effective. <laughs> There's so <laughs> much buzz around Marvel now. Unbelievable. Speed the base. And with that, thank you for listening to this new episode of The Secrets of Star Wars. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you have anything to contribute, any opinions or things that we haven't mentioned and you think it's important, please contact us. Send us an email to starwars at sqpn.com or post something on our Twitter feed or Facebook page. You can find us on facebook.com slash Secrets. So Star Wars Secrets on Facebook. And via Twitter, it's slightly different because a lot of the Twitter names were already taken. So it's Secret Star Wars. So Secret Star Wars uh, on Twitter. Hope to hear from you. And again, thanks for for listening. And may the Force be with you. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.